What is up? Yeah. Study Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S, Wednesday, April 12, 2023, 540 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. It's beautiful, studyings. Here we are, another day closer to the NFL Draft. And I'll be honest with you, I don't have a good feel for what the hell the Steelers are going to do at number 17. There for a moment, I thought I did, but I've been so back and forth that I don't recall a draft in recent memory where I was this uncertain. So this much is for sure. I'm going to be surprised on April 27th, Thursday, April 27th, when the draft kicks off. And just excited that we're getting there. Before I jump into today's show, which we're going to look at Alex Kazora's mock draft, his most recent mock draft 3.0, just want to take a moment to remind everybody of the podcast that I do with Mr. Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I record once a week. On Tuesdays, we either publish Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. We are now part of the Behind the Still Curtain Steelers Podcast Network. It's a lot of fun, very exciting. So be sure to check that out. It's linked in the show notes. We have Matt Cecil on the show this week to continue talking about what in the hell is going to happen. Is it going to be cornerback or tackle at number 17? So check that out. And then also, please be reminded of the affiliate partnership that we have with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock market consistently, profitably, successfully, Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for stock market education. It has changed and transformed my life beyond explanation, hence why I'm sharing it with all of Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. So let's jump into it. Alex Kazora of the Steelers Depot, Steelers Mock Draft 3.0. Have a ton of respect for Alex. If you haven't checked out his work, please do so over on the Depot. And we're going to go jump in here. Round one, pick number 17. Alex has, this is a little surprising, has the Steelers selecting Brian Branch, defensive back out of Alabama, 5'11", 190 pounds. Kazora addresses the fact that it is difficult to really predict who the Steelers are going to draft this year. It's kind of all over the place, but we know this team is in need of a safety. And here's what Kazora has to say about Branch. He says, Branch is a little light, but plays and hits bigger with tons of secondary versatility. Box slot, deep half center field, he can and has played it all. So the way that Kazora sees them using Branch here as for safety depth, for that slot corner, nickel corner, sub-package football, he could help in both of those roles. And I could see the value there for that. However, at number 17, I think that's a bit too rich of a pick for me to take him. But I can definitely see the value added there. And he would be a player who would come in and contribute right away. But it really doesn't do anything to address that corner situation. But anyway, number 17. There you have it. Brian Branch, defensive back out of Alabama, 5'11", 190 pounds. 
Moving on to their first second round pick, number 32 overall, the Steelers select Cody Mock, offensive lineman out of North Dakota State, 6'5", 302 pounds. We know that they need help on the offensive line, specifically tackle, Mock or Mach, not sure how to pronounce his name, has experience at all all five positions on the offensive line. Now, he's a small school guy, but he could be a project, come in, get some time to develop, and potentially he could grow into a contributor, starter. Kazora sees him as being a center to begin his career, so here's what he has to say. Don't sleep on his athleticism. He has a 9.32 RAS score as a tackle and a 9.88 score compared to centers. Pittsburgh often doesn't dip its toes in the small school waters, but the Bison have three draft-worthy prospects this year. Andy White, who played at a small school, saw the Eagles draft a couple of them early while working there in QB Carson Wentz and tight end Dalla Godert. He won't be shy about taking the chance on Mock at 32. And the Steelers had him in for a pre-draft visit. I like the pick here by Kazora. Dressing the offensive line. We see that to be in need. I would not be surprised if that is the selection with that first second round pick. With their second second round pick, round two, number 49, Steelers select Keanu Benton, defensive tackle out of Wisconsin, 6'3", 309 pounds. Kazora says, one of my guys throughout this entire pre-draft process, Benton entered the offseason as a later day two guy, but exits firmly in the second round. He's a strong nose tackle. He says, good production. We know the team needs a nose. And Kazora sees Benton as being that guy at number 49. And here's the thing with nose tackles. You can get snaps out of them right away because you're not asking them to do too much they're not on the field that much so this dude could come in and stuff that middle early on and i am somewhat leaning towards a nose tackle there between rounds two and three so i like that pick round three number 80 overall this is a corner that i had in my first mock draft in the first round kazora has him selecting tyreek stevenson cornerback out of miami six foot 198 pounds so while they didn't add a cornerback in Kazora's first round selection, he is getting one here in the third round. Kazora says, Stevenson, another pre-draft visitor, has good size and man coverage ability and models his game after current Steeler Patrick Peterson. He wasn't a big-time playmaker in terms of turnovers, but can tackle, play on special teams, and has matured throughout his college career. Good value here. I like that pick. Would not be surprised to see them add two corners, two defensive backs. So I like the Stevenson pick. Rangy, tall guy, has some athleticism, just doesn't have the production, but can come in and contribute in some sub-package football right away. Round four, number 120 overall, Steelers select Parker Washington, wide receiver out of Penn State, 5'10", 204 pounds. We know that the Steelers do need to shore up the depth there they need, in my opinion, a possession receiver. Kazora has him selecting Washington. He writes about Washington. 
Washington is a thickly built slot receiver with a break tackle ability who offers a little different type of value than Calvin Austin. He won't be flashy or create a ton of big plays with this athleticism, but he'll do the dirty work over the middle. That's what they need. Quite honestly, they need that rugged, durable guy who can make the difficult catch, can pick up the first down. If it's Washington, let's go. And then remember, no fifth or sixth round picks to our dismay. And the first of the two seventh round picks that the Steelers have, number 234 overall, Kazora selects KJ Henry Edge out of Clemson, 6'4", 251. A lot of mocks have Henry linked to the Steelers. Again, this is a depth guy. You're hoping to bring this dude along to be able to offer some value in production. Kazor writes, his production is relatively light and his testing was subpar, though an injury has hampered this process. So, again, you're taking a flyer on guys in the seventh round to see if they can materialize into anything. And then with their final pick, number 241 in round seven, Kazor selects Malik Knowles, wide receiver, kick returner out of Kansas State, six foot two, 196 pounds. And here's what he writes about Knowles. Knowles is more than just a receiver. He isn't the small, shifty receiver Austin is, but brings tons of versatility. He can work as a receiver, as a runner in the jet sweep, sweep game, and in the kick return game. Showed good runaway speed on tape and can wear plenty of hats at the end of the Steelers roster. Maximizing his spot on the team and odds of sticking on to it. So versatile receiver, special teams value. Makes sense. I like it. I always like, Kazor always has a little bit of a unique spin on his drafts. He always, I don't want to say he has a contrarian perspective, but he always tries to find a unique angle, which I appreciate about his work. It's, it's not the common predictable narratives that you would expect about the Steelers. So that's why I always like it. And a lot of the times he's right. So as we get closer to draft time, pay attention to these prospects. I mean, just think how much we've learned over these past few weeks in terms of players on the Steelers' radar. We are informed and educated. Now it's just a matter of who in the hell is going to be selected come April 27th. And studying, 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 studying. My gratitude to Yins for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. Have a glorious Wednesday. Get out there and make it happen today. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. Love yous, guys and gals out there in Steelers Nation. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Mr. Jim Wexover on his site, The Still City Insider. New episode is up. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. And remember, on this gorgeous April 12th, 2023. Not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.